It's the Bearded Brothers, baby. Yeah, what's up, Devin? Man, what's up with you, brother? How you feeling? Cool and cool. Another week, man. We back in it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We uh, we back for back for good. We took a little break. We had a we had a good week last week. Our yeah, bro. Man, shout out that boy Rich, man. Well, we back for episode what sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a, a very, very special guest. You hear me? Two-time Emmy winner, ES- <laughs> ESPN <laughs> producer. Name, you know what I'm saying? Howard alum. Talk that talk. Louisiana native. You know what I'm saying? Talk that talk. What's that? KB, big brother. Chilling, man. Just uh, winding down after work. Gee, me too. Man. My job ain't like, ain't like yours, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sir, man, we, 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 we glad to have you on, big brother. Yeah. Glad to be here, big. man. No problem. Yeah, man. So, basically, man, we, we, we wanted you on, man. Like I said, you, first of all, you're a Saints fan, one. That's, not, that's, why, that's why we rock with you, off the real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From the boot. What, and, and where you from in Louisiana, man? Uh, St. Bernard Parish, uh, Violet, right? You know, um, right outside of Chalmette. You motherfucker from Chalmette. I'm not from Chalmette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Violet, so but yeah, the, the same parish. So I was talking yeah, about that shit earlier. Collect. I'm from Nightwall, so like Lower right. Nightwall, so that's right, right down the street from fucking Chalmette. Yeah, basically, like my grandmother, like my great grandmother lived on Saint Maurice back in the day. So and I still got people. I, I got people that live in um, uh, Maru. Oh yeah, Maru. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's way out there. Yeah. yeah, and the sticks, definitely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My auntie still stay in the night wall, little night walls. Yeah, man, got some rules, man. You, 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 my people, man. You say it like that. You, my people. Yeah. From way back there. But yeah, Nick from Shellmet, though. But we rocking. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he, he one of the down, down hard Saints, Saints fans like us. Yep. Yeah, man. For a while. But yeah, man, so. What high school you went to, man? Shelman High? No, I went to St. Bernard High, but it's uh, <laughs> it's St. Bernard Middle now. But wow, because St. Bernard Parish only got one high school now. Is the Shelmet? They didn't close the rest of them now. So yeah, my cousin went to high school now. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, shit. Okay. Uh, so so you you went so uh, what made you want to get into uh, journalism and, and writing, producing? I know, just all like. Ever since I can remember, like in middle school, I was always teachers always told me I was like a good writer and a good like storyteller and stuff. And I would, uh, you know, just always be interested in sport. Like I, I was, I became a Saints fan in, like 1987. So I'm, I'm aging myself. I know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Way back, bro. See, I wasn't even born. Right. Like, I, <laughs> I just remember always like turning the volume down and like trying to call, you know, uh, do the play by play with myself. And uh, just ever since then, I just got hooked on it, and uh, I always made it a goal. To eventually, you know, write for, you know, Sports Illustrated or to even, like, work at ESPN. Um, I just remember telling people that in high school all the time. And, you know, eventually it happened. Yeah, I mean, it's so, dope, did, so did you write Did you write in um, in high school? Like, because yep, I know I, in, at some high schools, you know, they had a, uh, um, a school newspaper or, or they have a, you can write in yearbook, too, I know. Yep, I, did, I actually took, uh, I wrote for the paper a little bit. Um, I did most of, like, yearbook stuff, though. Okay. And, um, and I guess I can say it now, but I used to like win contests with my younger brothers and cousins, writing contests. Like, I was like, oh, I'll write this for you, win that, you know, $100 or whatever. Wow. And it would just always win. But, like, <laughs> of course, I didn't say shit back then, but I mean, that was like 20 plus years ago. I guess I can say it now, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's fair game. Yeah. yeah. I respect that, man. So, so like, what was your first, like, big piece, like, like, uh, like, uh, literature you wrote or got published? Uh, just like really like high school, it was just like you know covering games. But like when I got to college, um, just like covering stuff on Capitol Hill, um, there was this big story that our basketball team like fired the coach after like two games because of like NCAA violations. Damn. And like yeah, yeah. so I uh, I got I got the players to write a note to the NCAA like telling them how unfair it was, you know, to do that to them in the middle of the season. Or at the beginning of the season, so I published a, I published that note in our school newspaper, 
and like all these like other colleges picked it up and like local DC stations and local newspapers. So that was like my first big, like my first big break, um, getting stuff published there. So wow. that's what's up, man. Yeah. So how was it like? Uh, when you went to uh, Howard. Yeah. So is that is that the real HU or what? Oh, definitely. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, look. I know some beef. I know some beef up there. Look, KG, my my old lady, she went to Howard too. She got a she got a master's from Howard, so she she hard up on the 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 whole HU versus what Hampton. Yeah, but like Howard versus Hampton is kind of like 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 Howard treats Hampton kind of like we treat Falcons fans. Like, all right, yeah, that's cute. Damn, brother or whatever. It's like we didn't like we didn't take that debate seriously because like. They didn't become a university until like 1984. So, wow. Like, so they're very, like they very new. So, yeah, it's like, whatever. Like, we'll let y'all, you know, uh, say stuff like that on Twitter and stuff, but we don't really take that seriously. So, <laughs> 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 I always say the beat, the beat is a tickling match. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Right, you know, you, might, you might, might get some catchback after that one. Right, bring him. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Yeah, man. So, man, that's that's what's up, man. So, how did you start? Um, wait, I got to change another question. What what is the uh, advantages and disadvantages of um, going to HBCU um, instead of a PWI? Well, I think advantages just like being like people think of HBCUs as like you know just being not diverse at all. But like I would say, like going to Howard, like opened me up to a bunch of you know meeting black people from all over the world, pretty much. Like mm-hmm. I've never met a black person from Utah or Idaho, but like Montana, you know, states like that. But when I went to Howard, it's like I met black people from all over the world, all over the country. Mm-hmm. Like I never encountered a black like the first time I heard a black person talk with a British accent was at Howard. I'm like, well, damn. You know, so yeah, like, that's I crazy. Say, like, come, come from all over. Like, yeah. Yeah, all over the place. Like diverse in that way, and plus, like DC is a diverse city too. Right, because so like, it, uh, it being the you know the capital and everything, right. like a large Jamaican Ethiopian population, so that like you know exposed me to like all their cultures and stuff, and like learned about them. Or, you know, had you know some of my best friends are Ethiopian, so like just meeting black people from all over the world, like from different backgrounds, was like a big advantage to me. It better come from Louisiana, man. I ain't, yeah, especially I, I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I ain't yeah. Mexicans. I, I, I ain't Mexican until after Katrina. Right, right. <laughs> look, look, for real, bro. I love going to college in the whole across the country. Right. It was a big shock. Yeah. So, yeah. so I went to Houston, and they just were Mexican people really just took over Houston. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. So, uh, okay, I got another question from from Chile. So, coming from an HBCU, was there any like challenges or biases, like getting a job or like in a big corporation, anything like anything like that? Yeah. I said like. Not really, like, the good thing about ESPN, well, actually, like, that's how I hooked up with ESPN, because they came to Howard for a uh, job oh, fair, and I just stopped there, oh, and wow. moved, like, between classes, and I just, you know, dropped my resume and stuff. I actually interned here the summer before my uh, senior year of college, and on my last day of my internship, they told me I can come back if I wanted to. Damn. So, they, you know, just go, just went through the year without, you know, worrying about a job. Right, that's that was, dope. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's like a, mis, a misconception, saying that, uh, you know, People look like, down on HBCUs and stuff like that. Like, I don't know who teach. Like, people still teach like the students that at PWIs. And I don't think that's right at all. Like, the good thing about ESPN is like they don't care what you know. All they care about is whether you can do a job or not, or if you don't know, have experience. They don't care about what school you went to, because there are a lot of people who went to like D three schools or who went to community colleges and then mm-hmm. went on to somewhere else and like or went to like different HBCUs all over the country. So, as far as ESPN goes, they don't they don't really care about you know. What, yeah. what what college you went to? Whether it was a PWI, HBCU, you just want to know if you can if you're good at your job and you you know you can get things yeah. done. So yeah, I, said, I, I didn't that part of it. Yeah, I didn't go to college, so I didn't know that HBCU versus PWI was a thing until Twitter. It's a Twitter thing, yeah. Yeah, so right. I'm like, what the fuck is y'all talking about? How long have you How long have you been <laughs> with ESPN now? Uh, it'll be 20 years in July, next July. Wow. So, so I've been here 19 years so far. Jesus so. Christ. That's great. You didn't met everybody and did everything. I, I rock with that. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, what shows have you have you worked on? Almost every show in the building. The first, wow. I think the first show I worked on was uh, this show, this NASCAR show we had back then called RPM Tonight. That was my first show 
I was still a production assistant, but then I went on to work on like NFL Primetime, NFL Live. Um, I think I, wor- I worked on every show except for College Football Live and, and College Game Day. But everything else I worked on at least a couple months at a time, a couple weeks. But like as far as like entire seasons and a couple years, uh, NFL Live and uh, NFL Primetime was my two big shows. And like Sports Center, you, you know, fill in every once in a while. But my main show was NFL Live. Who's your favorite um, athlete that you've uh, met on, you know, any? Uh, I met, well, this is before he was with the Saints, but Reggie Bush I met uh, a couple months before he got drafted. Okay. Uh, I remember telling him that the, well, I didn't know at the time, obviously, but I remember telling him, man, the Texans might pass on you and the Saints will get you. And he just started laughing. He's like, hey, whatever. And it actually happened. I was like, oh, okay. And I was saying <laughs> Reggie was, and I met a lot of, like, you know, nice guys, but Reggie was the nicest and, you know, real laid back. He was like, whatever, you know, he just um, wanted to get in. I mean, he had a lot of pressure on him, obviously, you know, being a number two pick and, the, you know, right. after Katrina and all that stuff. But I would say him because he was just a laid back, nice guy, like genuinely nice and didn't like, you know, wasn't too Hollywood or whatever. So I was, he was my favorite. So so what what like comes in like day to day and everyday life of being a easy pen producer? Like, like how is it? Is it intense or laid back? Uh, I would say like it was intense when I was on when I did sports center a lot because that's like you know live highlights and you know play you know games going on while the show's on. Yeah, that that was a challenge. You know, trying to get things turned around and you know back then when I did when I did top plays years ago, you would have your top play set and then like you know Blake Griffin would have a ridiculous dunk for the Clippers. Like I gotta change it. Gotta yeah, change damn, it. that's crazy. That. So uh, and so you now, you would you would have to change it like essentially on the spot. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, you know, tell my like I would be in a room with my editor, and you know, I would tell the editor, "Oh shit, now we gotta uh, look for this, look for this play, and put this in, and take this out." And I would, on average, I would like change top plays at least three or four times a night before it like makes it to air. And um, that process is e- easier now, but back then, it was like you had to just run around looking for the play. Now it's like you know everything's digitized, so yeah. you have to go. But um, but now the shorter I work on. Well, I worked on goal. Like I do, goaling Wingo most of the time. Had to be in at three a.m. You know, nothing, nothing's going on around right that time. So it's not as intense as a night crew. But um, now I work on the Will Kane show, and that's like laid back too. It's like you know, a three-hour show that starts at three, over at six. It's mostly mm-hmm. you know, radio talk show. So it's not you know, it's not too. He takes callers, which makes your job easier. You just sit back and uh, it's not as intense. No, you know, live highlights, nothing like that. So it's not as stressful. Mm-hmm. And the Golik and Wingo show, it's what, an uh, uh, hour show, two hour show? Oh, uh, four hours. Four. Four. Yeah, they come up. It should be early in the morning, man. Yeah, that shit comes on at 6 a.m. my time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I haven't, I haven't and that's like what? Well, that's like five over here. Five over there, yeah. So it's like, I got to be to work. Because it was, it was Mike and Mike, I want to say, right? At first. Yeah, Mike and Mike. Yep. Oh, Mike so they had, yeah. They and took then Mike that, went that to get up, and then, and now it's Golik and Wingo. I like Golik. Okay. I like, yep, so. I like him. I like them on Mike and Mike, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and Golik is a real nice guy too. Him and his son, you know, it's cool working with. Yeah, him. I know his. I didn't even right. say this. Since he played for the Saints one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he he did. He always talks about. Like, always, he knows I'm a Saints fan. Yeah. So I always bring up. He was like, "Yeah, I had my cup of coffee with the Saints. It didn't work out." <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and when like, he was, like, uh, I think he was a guard. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah line somewhere. Yep. And he, yeah, it's like working that show is fun. Like I do Will Kane now, but for Golik and Wingo, I just show up at three. You know, no live sports going on. Um, that shows from three to uh, from six to ten. Yeah, I, I tell you every every day. Like I would say, I'm tired every time I go in there because you know, Early. just the nature of like the hours you have to be in there. But I hit the wall. I hit the wall like at eight thirty. I'm like, damn, this show ain't over yet. <laughs> like I would have left. You're like, god damn. Yeah. Like eight thirty. Like all right, I'm ready for this to be over. How is it working with uh, Will Kane being a Cowboys fan? I, I, fuck, I, I, I fucking hate Will Kane, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I, I had that one ready to go. Yeah, Will Kane, like, it, it becomes annoying. Like, he wants to talk about the Cowboys every day. Like, all right, man, other <laughs> teams. He wants to motherfucking skip this fucking Shannon type shit. Yeah. Right. It's like, but he tries to, like, relate everything back to, to the Cowboys. To Dak or you to Zeke. Yeah. <laughs> like, like for no reason. <laughs> Like in the meetings, he always wants to. For some reason, he's like uh, real obsessed with like Carson Wentz. All, so Cowboy, always, all Cowboys fans are. Yeah, so he always wants to make like an argument, you know, Wentz, Wentz versus Dak, and everybody's like, "Oh man, nobody cares." Like, 
there. It's like, like it's, it's 32 other teams, and they want to talk about Cowboys right. every goddamn day. But that's yeah, every like, show, I guess, because it's bigger ratings. But it's, it's the Cowboys like, fucking sucks. And the Cowboys and the Lakers, man. It fucking sucks, man. Because there's other teams out there and turn to a Cowboys radio every goddamn day. Like, duh. I'm, I like. I like LeBron. I'm so tired of hearing about LeBron. <laughs> like, yeah, every, like I said, the worst thing ever. Like, like I like LeBron too, but like LeBron going to the Lakers made our job harder. It's like because obviously those games come on later at night. Oh, it's yeah. like we always like, and you always oh, yeah, got to yeah, come. Yeah, y'all, y'all way in the east, so that shit come on like yeah, twelve o'clock, so, eleven, twelve o'clock over there. Right, and you always got to hear from LeBron after every game, so you got to wait till he, you know shows up to press conference or whatever. So at about two in the morning. Right, so you're like, uh. And, and don't tell me when, like, when the game goes to overtime, you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> time to go to work by the time you finish. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. But, yeah, Will Kane's cool. Like, he, he's a, like, I like him. Like, he, I think he's funny, especially when he goes at it with Stephen A. But, like, yeah, the, the Cowboy, the Cowboys versus the Eagles thing, the Dak versus one thing, it's like. I'm finna say this Hey, man. I'm just glad none, one of those teams <laughs> don't make the playoffs. Tell, Steve, tell Stephen A. Smith to fucking relax, man. They go every goddamn <laughs> show. <laughs> At ball, every Even show, getting that bread. Uh, every every hour, yeah. <laughs> he on every show. Even they getting that bread. <laughs> you gotta tell him to chill, man. Yeah, he <laughs> got his hand in everything. <laughs> he he basically missed the ESPN. Yeah, right. And it's crazy how he started too. Yeah, work for free. Don't you know? Yeah, exactly. I remember he said he used to have his late night TV show, and it, I yeah. used to like his show. The funny thing about Stephen A is like, I'm not, he's like not completely different off the air, but he's not loud. He's not that. No, yeah. he's not. Yeah, because Doug was my questions too. I was about to ask, is Stephen A the fucking same as he is? Nah, he definitely. I feel not like he's down to earth. He oh, he's really down to earth. Oh, you know, always, always saying hi. You know, always asking what's going on. Um, uh, my my favorite Stephen A story was, uh, I went to the NABJ convention in 2003. Okay, and it was mm-hmm. it was in Dallas. So it was like a couple, of, you know, a couple of the brothers from work to stay in the hotel lobby, and it was Stephen A, Stan, and uh, Stuart Scott, like oh, walking wow. the lobby. We was trying Rest to figure out something peace, to do. Yeah. We was like, yeah, we was like, damn, we got nothing to do. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh yeah, y'all come with us. And we just, they just, we just got in the limo and they took us to a club. They got a club with Stephen A. That's funny as yeah. shit. And, and, Stuart and Stuart Scott. Scott. <laughs> I'm like, things up. like that. <laughs> Things like that is like what makes him real cool. Like he's real down to earth, brother. You know, yeah, he, that, like he's self aware. He knows like the character he puts on is entertaining, and you know, gets yeah, eyes on the TV. So he knows how to play that up. But like outside of that, he's like real laid back, real chill. So yeah, that's legendary, man, right there, man. You tell that story more often. Yeah, <laughs> yeah on the real. So how was it? Yeah, how, how was working with Stuart Scott? Like, like oh, Stuart Scott. He was, he was a nice guy too. I, it's funny. I used to see Stuart like outside of, outside of work a lot. And you know, like back in the day, if you saw like one of your teachers outside of work, you're like, damn, you do normal stuff, like yeah. wearing jeans and shit. But I used, to, I used to see Stuart Scott outside of work, and he was like the same way at work, like always said hi, came up to you, say what's up. Um, mm-hmm. He was obviously the most popular guy, you know, the most popular on air guy. Exactly. You know, there, right. but like, rightfully he was so. Just, like real fair, real like encouraging, real like you know, uh, yeah, he's a real nice guy. Um, <laughs> Sound like an all around good dude. Oh, definitely. Like I, and and that was a hard thing. Like when he passed, I had to work on the eleven o'clock sports that night, Man. which you know was a show he did. You know, I did with him regularly, and like, um, I actually like worked on a, his last show too, because his last show he died in what January of twenty fifteen, yeah. and his last show was like June of twenty fourteen. So yeah, like you didn't see him after that. So yeah, that was the hardest part. Just like because I was used to working with him every night on the eleven o'clock sports center. And him not being there anymore, like in the meetings, like making us crack up and stuff like that was like the toughest part. So. Man. Yeah. How, yeah. how did you get into the NABJ? Uh, I'm trying to, I, I joined them. It was my second year at ESPN. And I just heard like, uh, I forgot who the on-air person was. Maybe it was like a coordinating producer behind the scenes. Mentioned that, you know, uh, that's a good job. That's a good convention to go to. To uh, you know, network and like, meet people and you know, hand out business cards and you know, just stay in contact because like the TV business is like a real small community. Like a lot of people know each other. Mm-hmm. So and like even when you go to even when I go to convention now, I will see people I used to work with at ESPN and like at different networks. It's like everybody 
who's on like a different networks. Most of them used to work at ESPN. Like, it's like a like, small community. Yeah, it's like a small community. Like, like ESPN is kind of like that, um, like that farm system. Like, you know, just like, you know, you pluck away ESPN people first. Like, oh, this person has ESPN on their resume, so they must be, you know, legit. So yeah. you get, you know, you get a job somewhere else, like an NFL network or whatever. That's like a lot of the people that's on um, Fox Sports Network. Yeah. Like Chris Broussard and yeah, yep. Skip. And they, like on there and even like, you know, a lot of the uh, behind the scenes people too. Yeah, so. behind the scenes. So yeah, I, that's how I got into NBJ. And like the first one I went to was in Orlando, I think. And like, and then, you know, they, they're all over the country every year. So like Orlando, Milwaukee, places like that. Places I would okay. probably like go to on my own. But like because of NBJ, I was like, oh, you know, I've never been to the city before. You know, I'll go and, you know, see what's up. So yeah, I pretty much got into it from like word of mouth from like a, a high up producer back in the day, so and I haven't missed one ever since. So I've been to like seventeen of them. Damn. So how long has it been in ex- in existence? Uh, NBJ. So they just they just celebrated their fortieth anniversary okay. last year. So it's been around like forty one years, forty two years. I guess, so. hey, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So so did you have any like? Doubts or, or like um, folks in the road trying to become a, a journalist or, or just, oh, like any like self-doubting in what you want to really do? Yeah, because like I was, like, I was a broadcast major in, uh, in college and I didn't really think that I needed to, uh, you know, brush up my writing skills like that. Like I joined the paper. I joined the, the paper at Howard. Um, like I didn't join the paper until I was a junior because I didn't think like, you know, I didn't I didn't realize that, you know. Broadcast it was possible. Majors. Yeah, uh, like broadcast majors needed to like be able to write stuff too. So like I had a, I had a lot of trouble getting internships because of that. I was like, damn, I won't I won't get a job in my field when I graduate. I end up doing something I don't want really want to do. And then you know the light bulb came on. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just join a newspaper and see what happens and start writing. And um, and, you know I became editor and stuff like that. And, like you know a columnist and like. You know, Michael Wilbon was still at the Washington Post at the time. He saw some, read some of my stuff, and you know, he he invited me to like the Washington Post to like shadow him and um, stuff like that. So that's how I got you know, that's how I got involved in that. So I would say like early on, not realizing I need to um, to write a lot set me back. But like once once I like you know, once I like caught on, it was like it was up for there. So did you see like the shift in? Um Say like with television and the streaming, like with the yeah with the I know the the, the numbers change, but I know the game is changing. Is is it kind of like very very important for y'all to, for people at ESPN to really get into the streaming wars with with everybody else? Oh, definitely. Like, um, and there, there's actually something like honestly, there are some people there who don't get that yet. That more eyes on streaming than more of the know, older execs and stuff. Yeah, they they right. didn't really catch up yet. Right, they haven't caught up, and like, and it's like. They're coming around eventually, slowly. Um, yeah. But, like, a lot of them don't realize that more eyeballs are on your phone and, like, checking out, you know, short plays on your phone and not sitting in front of your TV just watching the whole show the whole time. So uh, we're, we're coming around to that. We're not where we should be or need to be. But uh, I would say the next, like, year or two, you, we'll really, like, take off. And, you know, like, the guy who started House of Highlights, like, is joining ESPN, like, next year. So that's going to pretty much, uh, you know put the, you know increase the eyeballs on there and like make the product better there so we'll see i mean they're coming around though definitely so you did work um i mean you do work with the espn the espn plus you know part of the i guess yeah, you know like, the, the the programming and stuff yeah i'm still like primarily with like uh i work with them a little bit but like I'm mostly with like the TV side still, and like the um, and obviously the ESPN radio because Will Kane and Gold Ringo also comes on the radio. But I just yeah. produce the TV side. But like I'm mostly like radio and TV. I haven't really like um, worked with like the the streaming, like you know the digital and ESPN Plus yet. Yeah. I do lose a lot of this stuff on my show, but I haven't really like produced a lot of this stuff um, so far. Okay, I like how they do like the ESPN shows like first take and they put them on like for like podcast because like i said i don't get to watch tv a lot right right so i i, I hit first take on spotify or something and listen to it like a couple hours after it aired you know what i'm saying i'm yep. driving or on the headphones on the roof so 
I watch them on YouTube too when I'm off oh, work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, that part of it I like because a lot of stuff is moving to like podcasts and Apple and iTunes. Yep. So I like when they, you could you could miss it. You could miss a um, first take or uh, you know what I'm saying and, and, and still catch it. Just the audio, yeah. the audio yep. and stuff. And I think and I think like people like when the first take Twitter account tweets out like Stephen A going nuts about something or some debate. And like a lot of people watch those videos, like people don't want to see, you know, because people watch first take for Stephen A mostly. Yeah. Like they know, and the producers know that, so they'll like clip off the little, uh, the little Stephen A going crazy videos and tweet them. So like a lot of eyeballs on that too. So they realize that part at least. Do you do you think that um, I know because Stephen A he's mostly basically like prime time, so but I don't really see clips of Golik and Wingo and and, yeah, and you know what I'm saying, like cause I guess, I guess they're mostly just. Talking, like they, they don't really, they don't really debate. Is more news. Right? Yeah, I'm thinking. So it's like early morning, catch an early morning before you go to work, uh, on the way to work type type vibes. And like, and, and I would say like, you're right. They don't really like disagree. That they disagree, but they're not like as you know loud and in your face as Stephen A. and and um. Not as many, not as many hot takes. Yeah, so I mean, it, sometimes you know, Gola gets annoyed by by Trey, but. We both like the radio people and the social people, the social media people really like they really handle that part and picking out like you know videos. And I would say, like, when I did Golden Wingo full time, I I would usually like tweet out stuff myself, like, oh, this is funny. And I would just tweet it from my personal account. Yeah. But um, a lot of the social media people don't like they more of a, like a serious new, they try to be like more serious and like newsy type. And like try to stay away from like tweeting debate type stuff. Yeah, that's what I noticed with the, with the other shows. He's, like I said, Stephen here was he have his own thing, and they kind of they kind of they kind of highlight what he does and what he does best is 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 foolishness. Right. It's it's good TV. Put it like that. Yeah, it's definitely. good TV. But the other guy, like I said, I, I like go to Greek because I say I'll, I'll go wake up, get ready for work, turn it on, get the whoever the highlights from before or night before or who won who. You know what I'm saying? There's some news from yep. the, the the games before, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's still yeah. it's still good content. It's just that it's for different crowds. The, the even they right. and the and the Max and them is for the I guess maybe not younger, but people who want to hit the hear the the hot the takes, the hot takes, and stuff yeah, like, yeah, stuff like yeah. that, and the, and the outrageous. The yeah, you want to hear Stephen talk like a cowboy, shit like that. <laughs> right, right. Shit is funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, I can't lie. Right. He knows he knows he makes cowboys fans fat. Uh, cowboys fans mad too. Right, you know, and I think you know, obviously Will Kane. I think a lot, a lot of people cater to the Cowboys fan because it's such a fucking big fan base. They're everywhere. Yeah, over the world. Yeah. He, was, he was he was real for for rocking that jersey that that on that one week on that one episode. <laughs> Oh, when he no, when we lost last year, he was like, "Hi, about <laughs> yeah. I let you, boy." Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about Stephen A is like he's cool with the he's cool with Jerry and his son. Yeah, yeah exactly. He just, like, he just does that because he don't like Cowboys fans. You know? Yeah, they feel right. like knowing shit. Do you um do you work with uh, uh or will you be working with that the new ESPN program and um uninterrupted with I think it's the one Maverick Carter is supposed to be. Started. Oh uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'll be working too much um, on that as because they have their own, little, you know, they have their own staff and department. Yeah. Oh. Like, okay, like okay. very rarely do. Like I mean, some pe- some TV people, you know, transfer over to the to ESPN Plus and the digital side, but like for the most part, they already have their, you know, they already have the little depart department in place so to take care of all that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey man, hey, man I'm kind of slow, so okay, ESPN is like one big building, and every show has like its own like studio room. No, it's like so. Like the main, the main headquarters are here in Connecticut, but obviously we have like we own the SEC network in ESPNU, and that's down in Charlotte, and uh, we have some stuff in Orlando, more of Disney type stuff. But and then obviously like PTI and uh, Around the Horn is in, oh well, Around the Horn is in New York now, but PTI is still in uh, DC. But like the main headquarters are in Bristol, Connecticut, and like a lot of the shows share. It's like a 13 building complex. Wow. Yeah. I never even knew PTI was in DC. Yeah, yep. And uh, Round the Horn was in DC, but now it's in New York. Oh wow! Just like get up at high noon. But uh, yeah, for the most like the headquarters are here, but studios use you know different shows use the same studios, just like decorated. You know, they would like change the light, lighting, and decorations to to um you know for the different shows. But yeah, like Sportsman has their own studios. 
but like a lot of other like obviously NFL Primetime and uh, NFL Live and NFL Countdown all use the same studio. Uh, do the yeah. stage? Do they do they have the big? Are they, are they at a kind of stages where they like they sit on the big kind of I guess you call it a turntable and they turn right and they turn it and like and push oh, it up, okay. shift it other, like, that's what they do yeah wow okay. it's big as hell right man when I was in high school man, I just couldn't wait to get come get home and watch like Sports Nation and um, oh, around the horn PTI yeah. that, was, that was that was my show like around high school like get home right just should come on three four five you know right right behind each other and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I like that PT. Yeah, I like that PTI is still the PTI oh, yeah. is still the same. I used to, um, I was a big cold pizza fan when they used oh, yeah, to have yeah. cold pizza way back. Yep, yep. And I'm going to show all the shows still around. Yeah, man, you've been there forever, man. <laughs> Old shit. I was like, man, you work. <laughs> you know what I'm about to say? You work with, with Woody Page when, when he was on there. Yeah, and, Woody uh, Page on them, yep. Yeah, man, I like, I just like a <laughs> fucking, uh, man, who was that, uh, I'm glad he got kind of getting his own thing now, I do watch him on PTI all the time, um, what the black guy name is now, he be on Twitter a lot, bald head guy, Bumani, 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 see him around the horn a lot, yeah. back, back in the day, yeah, 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 yeah. I like Bumani, you hear Saints hater, but, yeah, he go uh, yeah. out with Saints fans all the time, yeah, man, like, he, he's, he's a good guy, yeah, it's funny, because his dad, his dad's from Shreveport, no, wow. Man. <laughs> yeah. He got people from Louisiana, but she just hates Saints fans. On yeah, yeah, Saints hater, man. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad he's getting this. Look at own show now. Yeah, high noon. With, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Pablo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch it. I'll be at work. <laughs> yeah, me either, right. And then he, they, he does a podcast, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and wasn't he on that show with, with, the, with the guy and uh, Stu Gotts? That's oh yeah, uh, highly questionable. Yeah, with him and his yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he was. He was on that with yeah. yeah I, mean, I'm, I remember him. I'm glad, I'm glad he got his own thing now. And uh, yeah, man. He, oh, you talking about with uh, Dan Levitard? Yeah, highly questionable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I and, see. oh yeah, no, that's in Miami. So obviously, so that's another place where ESPN has buildings. Uh, oh, that's why I, I never be. thought that. Ship, ship me to the studios, man. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah. Don't let the Saints make the Super Bowl. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Big taking off. <laughs> yeah, man. How the fuck all these work there? I know you. Because <laughs> y'all, y'all never close. What the fuck? <laughs> Like an OPTO? Like, <laughs> so, hey, how your off days look? So. <laughs> but. See, they got the they got off days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I I respect it though, cause he he's doing a good job. Yeah, definitely. man, I I know they had that. Um, I don't know if it was when they had that layout. It was it was it on air people or was it just like layouts for everybody when when they had that? Cause so I know it was, they did. It was a contract disputes. No, it was they they did a they did one a couple years ago with on air a lot of, a lot of on air people. Yeah, but, but obviously most of them's been most of them's been behind the scenes like, over the years, and they did that big you know on their one recently. So yeah, yeah and, and like was it a like like direct result of the streaming era? I don't, I, I see people saying that, but like, but now we're back into you know, and now well we you know some people have been rehired, like a couple, not a whole lot, but um, I I think it was a direct result of that um, just like shifting the business focus, you know, other places. And like yeah. allocating, you know, allocating money to different resources, you know. So that that's you know, that's my idea at least of you know, my take on it. So I don't know I survived like for like the fifth time or whatever. <laughs> amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. I respect it. I respect it, man. So tell me uh, tell us about the the Emmys you won and for for, for what shows? A two time Emmy winner. What about what is the Emmy? Put some respect <laughs> on his name. <laughs> Uh, so they were both for sports and um, one was for the six o'clock sports and one's for the eleven o'clock. Uh, back in the day, when I was still a, I, well, one of them was around. I was an AP. I was associate producer. And one of them was I was a produ- production assistant. Damn. And just like uh, sports and one best studio show, you know, best sports studio show daily. And um, you know, everybody on the staff got one. Um, so that yeah, that, they were for that. But like, i you know, I've been nominated. You know, shows I've been on have been nominated. Just haven't won. But um, like the, you know, Sports Center won 
you know, years ago. So, like I said, it's been a while since I won one. Every year, I'm like, okay, get another one, the year, another one, but the multi. Not, you know, it's not like a complaint, you know. I'm thinking like a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people in the industry don't have one, so right. thank you for that, you know. So. Yeah, you you a multi multi year nominated man. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yep. That mean that mean the bag go up. <laughs> big big bucks. And I always make that like every meeting I have, one on one meeting I have with like some of my bosses, I always make that joke. But like, you know, it's like truth in every joke. But like, I always you know comment like, yeah, <laughs> what about that? Uh, you know, <laughs> give me a little bit more. You know, I do the Johnny Manziel like hey, I do that all the time. Yeah, the prices, the prices, the prices go up. But I'm like, I'm actually serious. Yeah. Right. You, <laughs> like I got bills. Like come on. Because you did win two Emmys with the right. same show, so that, I mean, <laughs> you you that nice. They have to give it to you twice. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, man, that's that, that, that's big accomplishments right there, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Any other questions? Um, yeah. So, well, I, I, ahead, when I was I was thinking about. You know, you being a you know a black man at a company like that, and I I don't know. Do you have nieces and nephews? Yeah, I have. Uh, I have nine. I have two nieces and uh, eight nephews. Wow, wow. So that my my question was going to be, you know, how does it impact you being you know a black man at that job? And I think even just having that job, you know, that's important for kids to see. Because, you know, a TV producer is not a common thing that a, a normal kid will talk about, you know? Right. It's funny. Every time I go back to uh, Violet, not y'all met, every time I go back to Violet, <laughs> you know, because my whole family's down there, and they always, like, and, I, you know, obviously, you know, you don't think about your job 24-7, but, like, every time I go home, if my mom's around, she'll mention it, like, where I work and, you know, and I, my oldest my oldest nephew is 20, so he knows, okay. you know, he knows about the ESPN thing. Yeah. Like, the only, like, when you're 20 years old, the only thing he asks is, like, you know, who I met, you know, who I met recently. Yeah, like, he only cares about the celebrities. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> celebrities and stuff like that. And, like, my sister tells me all the time that my nephews, you know, they look up to me. But, like, I don't realize that. I don't always realize that until, like, she tells me. So it's yeah. cool, like, you know, trying to be a role model um, and tell them, you know, they can do this, too. Coming from a small town, like, Violet, and, you know, just, you know, living your dreams, like, you know, having that as a goal. Just yeah. like school and eventually getting there and just, you know, find out the avenue to get there. And she said that, you know, and that's what I just try to tell him all the time. Like, you don't, you know, don't think you have to do this, this, and this, you know, just, you know, keep your mind open to like, you can do anything. you. I know that sounds like cliche. Yeah, but it's really not. But it's really not like, you know, you put your mind in something and you have a goal. And if you, you know, do to put the work in, you know, it'll happen for you. So I just always try to tell, you know, my nieces yeah. and nephews that. Because oh, I, you know, I get it, but right. It's just coming from you know down here in Louisiana to right. go, you know, to where you are now. You know, I think that's I, I forgot. I forgot you were from you know specifically in Violet, but I, yeah. you know I knew you were. Remember you were from down here, but not where exactly. But I, you know, I think it's just a. It's a. You have a a great story, man. Really. Yeah, man. I got a question. Uh, did you work on that ESPN show with uh, Michael Smith and Jamel? Oh, the six? Yeah. Yeah. I filled it, I, it's funny. I filled on that show about three times. Okay. okay. Um, like, you know, sick calls or, you know, uh, somebody went on vaca- you know, vacation relief or whatever. And I think that show could have worked. That's what I'm about to say. I, th- I, th- I think it, it, it could have been bigger than what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, it, if they were honest, if, like, people and Charlie were honest about what the show was, it could have worked because it wasn't supposed to be like a highlight show or, you know, a newsy show. It's supposed to be, you know, like, you know, like Numbers Never Lie or uh, His and Hers. It's supposed to be a show like that, but just at six. And yeah. If treated it that way, it would have lasted because those two are like great at their job. Like, yeah, they're not, they especially, especially working together. They're like brother and sister. Yeah. And, you know, there's a certain demographic. Uh, they were, they were trying to catch that demographic. I, I already knew right. what it was with that, too. Right. But, that, that was obvious. Yeah. But there was a certain demographic, and you know the type. I call them X body spray Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> you know that was a type that you know didn't really like them. They didn't want to you see. Know, it. They didn't want to see it pop off. Yeah, right. They didn't want to. They wanted to fail from the beginning, and they, you know, that was that was real tough on them. But like, 
to see like two talented people like that, you know, not, you know, that show should have lasted. And because those two people are like really nice, real talented people and, you know, know their stuff. Like people give Jamel a hard time on Twitter, but like she's real knowledgeable. Yeah. About sports and like in general, like just a lot of topics in general. And I just yeah. think that it was, you know, the day that ended, it was like, well, you know, that yeah. goes that. Yeah, and they were naturally funny. Yeah, exactly. they were really funny. And like they said, they had that, you know, like you guys said, they were like brother and sister. Just had that, you know, rapport with them, you know, between the two of them. So, and like, I remember going to a meeting about like uh, feedback and people actually liked them for the most part. But then, you know, like they didn't like that most of the guests were black or whatever. And that's, <laughs> and and know, some, of the, that's some of the people didn't get the hip hop references and the black right. movie references and you know what I'm saying the the, the, like, the, the kind of hood stuff they they throw out there whatever they ain't really get it Look, look when they when they did the uh, coming to America skit I I thought they were about oh, to yeah. get canceled for real <laughs> I thought they were about to be gone Yeah they did that what that they did that boys in the hood one Yeah yeah <laughs> I think they, they didn't really get it or they, they didn't want to get it or didn't care for right. it so right. they, didn't, they didn't want to get it, yeah, exactly. And yeah. that—that's something I've—I've I've seen, you know, working with with white people that they, their <laughs> our cultural references really are foreign to them. So like, it's like it's really like we speak in another language to them. It's funny because when Stu, you know, when Stu was around, you know, he would make those references too. Right. And people, people I work with would say it, not knowing what they were saying though. <laughs> it's just like okay, you're, you know, you're trying too hard. Like, all but right. but but that was but that was from like you know, like this is gonna go for you. You can look at black people saying, "Ah, right, they doing too much," and you can look at white people saying, "We don't get that shit. We don't want to see that shit." Right? You know exactly. what I'm saying? So, so yeah, it's from both ways. Like, oh, they being corny. Like, how they do right, Shannon. So yeah, you, you can look at it both ways. But I think it, it should have worked, and obviously ESPN knew 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 what they had, so that's why they pretty much elevated them from his and hers to. The six or whatever, yeah. but yeah, I, I think I think it should have worked, man. Cause, but like I said, when you got people that are already have a demographic, the main demographic who don't even like them anyway from their tweets and what how they come off on social media, so they they're already gonna give them a hard time, right? So exactly, it sucks. And where is Michael? He went to another uh, channel, didn't he? Yeah, he went. Well, he went to like some production company or something in LA. Oh yeah, it was a. I think it's like a kind of a startup company. Yes. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. You know, Michael's cool because he's a Saints fan too. So because he's from New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's how I meet him. You know. Where did he go to school? He went to college at Loyola. Oh. And high school, thirty-five, I think. Okay. okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, McDonald man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah and uh. Sometimes I try to listen to the Jamel podcast, but sometimes I'm like, I can't do it. It's it's slow, huh? It's it's, it's all right. Though. Ain't no like politics, grown right? man. Yeah, man. A lot of you know what I'm saying. I mean, I try, but you have like some good guests on. But yeah, I, I liked her better on uh, when she was to strictly sports. <laughs> because it's, yep. it's, it's it's certain women that you don't you wouldn't mind you know what I'm saying hearing that sports talk for especially when they they know they they uh, you know what I'm saying yeah that, that's right that shit. yeah exactly right. yep so and, and they they can never tell her get to the kitchen you feel me right right okay yeah. even if, even if you agree she always had a point where right. you, you yeah. understood why she was saying what she was saying well, like, see, that's why you know what I'm saying Jamel's so quick. Like if people tell her that or tweet her, you know, back to the kitchen, she'll be like, "As long as your dad is there, and give me my money or something like that." You know? <laughs> so she's like, she would like fight it off that way. But yeah, you're right. She was like, you can't can't ever tell her, you know, go back to the kitchen because even if you disagree with her, she makes you know she makes a good point. Yeah, she argues yeah. well. You know, she her point comes across. And that's my thing. Sometimes with, with sports, like commentators or like on air personalities, the I. That's my thing, like, with, with, with the Skips and the Shans and the Steven A's. It's just that nobody is biased now. Everybody has their favorite, and they always make points, wrong or yeah. right, to go with their narrative of their favorite teams or whoever. And they get annoying. And it's fucking annoying, because, like, nobody, <laughs> right. like, book has used to be biased. Like, even 
com- uh, uh, commentators for games. You're watching the Saints-Cowboys game, the commentators just dick-riding the Cowboys, and it's, 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 it's too obvious now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, hey, if a call was an a, up-in-the-air call, they always lean to one side. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's my thing. I, I really, like, it, it kind of turns me away from, from, like, sports talk now because everybody is just want to make points to to – to validate their, you know what I'm saying, their side of the argument. And, like, it be, like, some dumb shit. Like, can, nobody can be biased anymore. Like, yeah. that, like that's why I appreciate somebody like Stan Verrett, who's, you know, a Saints fan. He lets you know it, so. Yeah. You know, especially, like, in the company at ESPN was a lot of, like, fans of teams from the Northeast. Yeah. And you know, uh, Stan, Stan was out, out here while in, what, was that last year, a few weeks ago? Yeah. Oh, he always going to. He was uh, out there partying and shit. Yeah, I forgot that that video. He was somewhere. He was on some some corner dancing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I started man. ESPN a couple a couple months before Stan. So. Oh wow! Yeah. Like I or said, man. Same age, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Like I said, man. I just wanted to go back to some some kind of bias type reporting and, and, and journalism instead of everybody just. How about them Cowboys every goddamn goddamn right, fucking right. money? Or the pay, or the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and that's why I, I know what's his name. What, what's his name on ESPN before? What Kyle Hurd ESPN? Yeah, Kyle Hurd. He he hard up. I on fucking the hate pants. that motherfucker. <laughs> he giving the Saints props, but he be toting that line because he really be on the pass hard. And my problem with yeah. Will Kane, Will Kane is like conservative sports. Right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> the like, he like he's, he like he like a Republican like sports person. I, I, I don't know how that is like it's like it kind of like you know, you could you could just tell whatever that motherfucker. No, that, you know that, what I'm that's saying? That's, that's, the same, that's the same thing I, I've thought before. <laughs> but like I said, I can listen to him when he on like first take of him one of them shows. Yeah, yeah. Because he always gonna have the opposite no matter what. Yeah. No matter what yeah. the other person say, he never gonna agree with him. That's that'd be, that'd be funny to me, but. You know what I'm saying? It's like sometimes you want you want some you want some other than the Cowboys every day. So I mean, right? It's cool. I, I still like how I, I, I catch them on the podcast sometimes, like with the other ones. But I kind of like when they timestamp the fucking um the topic, so I can just skip all the other shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. And just skip to what I want to hear. Listen to that and move on. You know what I'm saying? So right. You ever you ever want to be an on air personality? Uh yeah. When I was uh. When I was in college, I, I kind of like was on my way to doing that, but then I found that I, I had, you know, had more control over the content when you're doing behind the scenes. That's, that's, that, like, means, lot, that means yeah, uh, a lot of money in random background. You just basically. do it. Yeah, you just do what the producers <laughs> say, a lot of on-air people. But like if you're behind the scenes producing, you have, you know, you have to say something like, you know, what comes first, or like the order of the, you know, Topics things in the show and the content. So I, I found myself, you know, appreciating that and like enjoying that more than, you know, just you know, reading a teleprompter or whatever. So, so is it so is it more money in on air or, or behind the scenes? I guess it depends on who you <laughs> depends on who you are and like where you work. Like obviously the, the big on air people at ESPN make way more than you know big wow. you know, right? <laughs> so <laughs> it depends on where you are. Like if you're in a local market, you know the producers make more. But I guess because like the the on air people they 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 kind of bring the people in. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I respect it. Have you ever thought about, you know, being a producer, having trying to create your own show? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's and like a big part of the job. They don't do it so much anymore, but like a big part of my job is to be like trying to come up with new content. Shows, you, know, you know, yeah, new content and like, yeah. um, you know, trying to create shows. Like, I, I like I haven't I've never created my own show in ESPN, but I have been like, you know, part of the first staff of new shows. So. That's kind of the way, like, you know, creating your own show. Like, because shows like that, you know, they listen to all your ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I've been like, I've been part of, you know, new shows, the first staff of new shows, but never, like, created my own show that made it on air yet. But, like, a lot of my ideas make it for, like, you know, content, okay. you know, segments and stuff, but not, like, actual, you know, entire shows. Yeah. You thought about getting into podcasting, man? You got podcast voice. I do? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it could fit. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but like, but that's the thing. Like, a lot of people at work, I work with. Everybody, your mom got a podcast. As far as like behind the scenes people I work with, I'm like, I don't yeah. want to listen to you at work. So why would I want to 
<laughs> but like I said, maybe maybe people like us want to hear from you and like what you do and your experiences yeah, yeah. and and just stories. Maybe you could get, probably get like guests like we we hear to talk on sports center, but they can't really get into the the get into. Oh, on, on air, you know what I'm saying? And get you, to on the and podcast. being a Saints fan too, that'd yeah. be a big thing. No doubt. Uh, yeah, because I was actually I was waiting for you to ask me to be on a podcast. I'm like, I always see your tweet. I'm like, I guess. No, because look, I got. I want to ask you about kind of something because you know, put my tweet on ESPN. <laughs> I kind of years ago, years ago, to be like, "Hey man, I just asked you, hey, what the fuck, man? Put my tweet on a, on a ticker or some shit." It's funny because, yeah, you said that time I hooked uh, thing DJ. Yeah, like that, right? piss me off. Yeah, <laughs> you put a shoe. <laughs> it's funny because uh, I don't. It's funny because like I, uh, I was like, I got a beard now, so I don't know. <laughs> I, was like, I know I only had this beard for like two and a half years, so. I don't know. Uh, hopefully, he asked me one time. Was like, oh, you know, whatever. Nah, I was like, that time he got mad and told me I look like. Uh... <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! What I told you, man. I, I ain't taking that, man. <laughs> what did he say? I forgot who it was. I, I, I didn't I didn't, look, I didn't call the some actor dad from, was he from New Orleans. Young actor from New Orleans. From New Orleans, actor from New Orleans. Who I'm talking about? I don't remember, talking, man. Anthony, Anthony, yeah, Mackie. Anthony. <laughs> Like, but like he didn't he didn't tweet it at me. He just tweeted and I saw it. I'm like, oh, for real? oh, cool. You <laughs> fucking like, up, dog. Yeah, he was like, you know what, man? Forget KP. He over here hurt. I'm hurt, so I worry. But man, no, you always, always, you, you always fuck with you, man. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how, that's how, that's how we do on Twitter, man. But you know, yeah, always, cause you know, I be want to ask people, but let's make free being man. Probably can't even fuck with us like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it took me a while, but sometimes you got to ask. You know, uh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, only somebody can say is no. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right, now right. I can't do it. So yeah. it's the only thing but to ask. You feel me? I'm, I'm glad I asked because, yeah, yeah man. There's no problem, you know. You know said, hey, man, I want to be on a podcast. We should have came at me. I'd have been, yeah, shit, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, yeah, me too. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, hell yeah. It's always good to get good people on, man, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I went with the ex, but, you know, I was kind of selfish. <laughs> Cause when I, cause for real, when I when I saw uh, uh, a Saints fan that works for ESPN, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, that was the first time I had ever, you know, seen that. You yeah. know, especially you being, you know, behind the scenes, you're doing production. That was the first, because you know you don't see the people ever on the show. And, I kind of feel like, you know, unless, yeah, most of the on air people be biased to their favorite team. I mean, yeah, I, right. I, I, I bet there's probably a bunch of off air people who's who rep their teams like on their social media because they they don't have an agenda because they're producers and you know what I'm right. saying whatever else. So they could they could probably do that, but now it's like everybody right. can do that. So, well, you yeah. know, I have no problem between you know anti Falcon stuff. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm about. If you search my name in Falcons, well, like most Saints fans on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, like, I know a lot of, like, Falcons fans who, well, not a lot, but, like, a couple who work here, and I'm, like, always ripping them, like, damn, y'all suck. Like, every, every time they lose, I'm like. <laughs> the people, the people really won the seven right now. Man, you was. Yep. Like, you, just, you were crazy. scared. You were scared. Like, you were scared when it was up. It was up to 20 to 3. Like, like, you was nervous. You know, I was. I was nervous. It was funny though because I was in New Orleans um, during that Super Bowl, okay. and I was—I remember watching it by my sister, my uh, little sister's house. So I was like, "Damn, twenty-eight to three. But like, before I left the house, they made it twenty-eight twelve. I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, whatever. They'll make it closer." Then I went like I went to my mom's house and I watched it. I'm like, "Oh shit, now it's twenty. And the, the, you know, the, they kept scoring. <laughs> 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 like, they about to pull us up. He said they, like, they, they didn't stop. <laughs> right, and like the thing is like when Julio made that. Catch on the sideline. I'm like, all right, they got kicked the field goal. Like, damn. But then he got sacked. But like, Matt Ryan got sacked. I'm like, oh. And they got out of field goal range. I'm like, damn, they really took this away. Yeah. And it's funny because like people in New Orleans are celebrating like the Saints won again. Yeah. And that the funny part. <laughs> Man, that shit was wild. Well, I, I, I turned tea off and laid it down in the dark. <laughs> I ain't even watch the second half. That was number God, though. That's what man, that was. I said, man, I'd I, I, I rather meet Jesus until he said, never mind. Right. So, yeah, man, I, we, I'm still here to this day. You know what I'm saying? 
And their window was already closed, so. <laughs> Man, yeah, it's, uh, been, it's been done. That's it. That was it. That was the only. That was, well, they went Super Bowl twice, lost fucking as on them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's done for 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 a while now. How you only? You not in that, not in rebuild mode again. No. So fuck. And this, that's on them. We finna bust their ass in the middle. <laughs> that's a, I was like, look, I was I was so happy Drew came back when he did in the in the end, cause now he gonna yeah. be able to he gonna be able right. to, to feast on the Falcons. Like he yeah, now I got rust off against the uh, against the Cardinals. So so yeah, so what's your take on on, on a Teddy Drew thing that was going on the team line last week, man? What's your take on that? I'm like, why would you let a Hall of Fame quarterback? <laughs> Not see, he's ready. Like, see if he's healthy. Why? Why would you not play him? <laughs> like Teddy did his thing. You know what? You know didn't lose us any games. You know he. You he know, did his job. Did his thing and <laughs> what a backup quarterback supposed to do? He just happened to be a real good backup quarterback. You know did with his a, thing with a good with a great coach and a great down. defense. Right, and now we know like if something happens to Drew again, we have Teddy that can go in there. You know, get the job done. So that's what it's I'm all saying. about the defense. Like <laughs> if the defense keep playing well, it don't matter. You know, anyway, who's. And then, right. but you would like to like blow people out, you know? Exactly. So it's like, it's like if 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 your Hall of Fame quarterback say I can go, you ain't gonna fucking sit him. <laughs> right. It's like when when fucking uh, Jimmy G was playing for Tom Brady, and Tom Brady was back. Yeah, they were like, like okay, you go going right. back to the bench. We just gonna have to trade you, but you going back to that bench. It's funny though, because some Cowboys fan I was talking to at work try to compare this to Tony Romo and Dak. I'm like, the okay. fuck. No, Tony Romo had Tony multiple ligament injuries. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? And he right. had back problems. He had multiple injuries every year. Right. Drew, right. Drew second time getting injured in fucking what? Missing the game. He definitely never missed a game except that one last right. year and then and then this shit. Yeah. So now he got, Drew got a bionic thumb to go along with that shoulder that's got, you know, that bionic shoulder he got from years yeah. ago. So yeah. he could. He could play at least four or five more years probably. Yeah, real <laughs> You know no, I think he got like two more years. Hey, relax, brother. <laughs> yeah, he got like two left, I think, at the most. Yeah, man. Like yeah. I said, I, I don't know why people was thinking, oh, man, let him rest. He don't need, if he said he don't need more rest, then he don't need no goddamn rest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck he going to keep resting for? Go, go sit him down there just for fun to say, just to say he's sitting. Imagine right. I hug your Drew on the sideline sitting up with his fucking yeah. helmet on. Man, I bitch is depressing. Right. I would have liked for him to sit, but I wasn't mad that we started him. That's why right. I don't like you. That's why they don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I do this fucking podcast with you. <laughs> About the fighting man of the podcast? No, I was saying if he if he wouldn't have been, you know, if he would have been iffy, we didn't need to even worry about playing him. But when they said he was healthy and he was good, I was like, all right. right. I wasn't one of them that was that was still mad saying like. I mean, shit, we still should have said him. You know, his wife, his wife was probably, you know, Britain was probably tired of him, too. So. Yeah, yeah, fine, man. He's trying to throw footballs all day in the house. Right. She about to whip his ass. I respect it, man, because if you say he ready, he ready, man. Fuck, he ready. Yeah, you got to just go with the consequences, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he fucking only person know how he feel. Yeah. Right. And Sean going to trust him. We're getting our people back, you know, we get some of our people back after the, the buy anyway. Camara, so. Cook. Yeah. Um, I yeah, mean, Trey so I, I don't know, man. They fucking suck. I think Kirk will come <laughs> back, but he sucked too. Which, yeah. What you what you think about us not making a move, KB? Uh, so I'm like, oh, before I say that, you know, me and Brian went to middle school together. <laughs> <laughs> so every time, like every time he get like slanted on Twitter, I'm like, oh damn, bro. yeah. Let that go because I actually know, you know. I, know I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I don't. It's like you, you can't say it's, like it's done and then it don't be done. Yeah. But like when I saw like when I saw Twitter AJ Green, I was like, oh, okay, cool. But that when I didn't see like any other like, you know, Adam Schefter or nobody tweet that. I was yeah, like, man. Yeah. yeah, I was like, ah. And for my been, for my heart's sake, I was, I was hoping he was right for my heart's sake. I hope right. he was yeah. right. But if, if like I said, if, if you didn't see nothing else hinting towards it, right. uh, it's kind of like I delete, like, I delete know. it, delete yeah. it quick. <laughs> right, and that's like, like, and now that we know that the Saints tried, you know, hard to get them, and the Bengals are just being stupid. Now it's, you know, yeah, now it's like, I can accept it a little bit more, but like, damn, don't. Yeah. Just, if you go tweet something like that, put like, I'm hearing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah that's what you gotta do. I'm hearing AJ Green to New Orleans, don't, don't, don't know for sure yet. Yeah. So yeah. Do. Like I said, I would have liked it, but from the beginning, it was a long shot anyway. Right, right. You're right. And like, he's supposedly injured anyway, but I think like, if you would have got traded to the Saints. Yeah, he'd have been know, healthy. 
Yeah, like, all of a sudden, I'm like, I, like Jalen Ramsey did. Right, right. So, <laughs> yeah, I think he was supposed to come back. I think week ten. Yeah, but that was that, that was that, that was gonna be too good to be true. Man, I kept telling boys, let's just go get Trey. Well, they won't listen. <laughs> he's still, still trouble, look, huh? Cole, Cole been the number one Trey Well Hive member for a long time. <laughs> you know what's funny though? If I think if we got had Trey Well, if we'd have drafted him too, I think he would have been decent there. He wouldn't have been. He would have Michael Thomas, but he would have been, been, been nice. Yeah, yeah. He would have been. He would have been like Brandon Brandon Cooks ish. I think. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, he, but he, he more of a big possession receiver like MT, but he's not. He would he 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 wouldn't have been nothing close to Michael Thomas. No. no. And like I said, most of our fans, Michael Thomas wasn't even on our radar. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't watch Ohio State football, know. so I, mean, I don't fucking I didn't, know. I didn't know who the hell he was. Me I was neither. Just, I just looked it's at like, his stats and I did a little research. Like, I watched him. I watched him a little. You know, I used to because uh, you know at work the games are on all the time, so you can peek at Ohio State. I'm like, damn, this dude Michael Thomas was like he catch everything. I'm like, that's crazy. He, like, but I think he was like, you know, obviously he didn't get picked in the first round. He should have obviously, but I was like, damn, this dude might be decent in NFL. Plus, he go to Ohio State. Yeah, you know, just a name alone. But so like, he's been playing. been playing in a good pro system, right? But I remember, you know, Urban Meyer saying that he's getting in a fight with Lattimore all the time in practice because he's like that competitive. So I'm like, Damn. Right. and that's why when we got we to Lattimore, he was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Go get my guy. He came one year after me, and we we was in the same school, and he used to fight at practice and go at each other. So he heard, right. heard, heard, knew what Lattimore was. Yeah. Right. By the time you yeah. got to the Saints with him, so it was like, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a man, like it, it worked out for everybody, shit, for him and for he's, us, right? And you see, he's rubbing off on Eli Apple too, so he's, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, he, he looking better. So. He yeah, get around so. his brothers and people he know and people he went to school with. It is like I said, man, right. I, I, I say I like it, man. So I got a question for you for on the Saints tip. <sighs> if we if we win a Super Bowl, you don't win a Super Bowl. Do you think we should move on from Drew and build around our young defense, or you think we should just Give Drew another another contract, another small contract, and, and just see where it go. Just because, just yeah, because think, his legacy in New Orleans. Yeah, I think, but I, I think they'll, I think they'll keep giving him as long if they win a Super Bowl. If you don't resign, if you don't retire, they give him another contract. You give him another, I, you know, keep it going for as much as you can until his arm fall off. Yeah, <laughs> I, but like, like, like I'm saying, like you can make that mistake in letting a um, Hall of Fame quarterback walk too soon, like walk away before he's ready. But like. Uh, if we didn't have, if we had somebody ready besides Teddy, that was like a, a legit like blue chip first round quarterback already in the fold, I'll say yeah, you can let Drew walk because obviously the, you know the Colts did it with Peyton and you know a lot of teams do that. If yeah. you already have your future, why not just like put him in now? Yeah, just move. Instead of like, you don't want to be like the Broncos or like the Dolphins, like waiting for your franchise or the Jets right. waiting for your franchise uh, quarterback. Or the, the Giants too. Giants yeah, too waited too so, long. I, I can see both sides of that, you know. Um, but like I said, Drew ain't – I think he should – like, if we win a Super Bowl, I think he should retire. But I don't think he will. You don't think so? I, I think he wants to – I think he wants Tom Brady to retire before he does. <laughs> so he can, like, you know, the re, you know, Drew loves his records. Yeah. He want to be like, That's hey, man, I yeah, that. he want to he finish – because it's going to be a while before Mahomes and anybody catch right. up. It's going to be like 10, 10, 12 years down the line. Yeah. And to anybody who close to beating them shit. I, I think Mahomes could do it. Yeah, not, if, he, if he like, if he don't have the injury bug, you yeah. Because like yeah. I said, Rogers could do, but Rogers been hurt too many times. So Rogers going, right? Well, I got a couple good years left. He's done. So he ain't yeah, gonna, he ain't, realize, like, he, he ain't gonna get yeah, close. People don't realize, people don't realize, Aaron Rodgers already in his mid thirties. Yeah, he was 30, 34, 35? Yeah, it did help. Like I say, he was a backup for a while. So yeah, right. he kind of missed his, his couple years. So isn't um isn't Drew on pace to break a record this year? Touchdown! Him and Tom Brady for touchdown. for yeah, Tom Brady got like maybe so. like four or five more than him because Drew was out. So if Favre to number one, then Brady did his breeze. So they, they both could pass Favre up. They both will pass Favre up this year. What is in the six hundred? Seven hundred. Seven hundred. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. Yeah, I think. I think Breeze need. I think they both need a couple just to to tie him. Yeah. And I think Brady yeah. a little like four or five behind Brady because he was out like five games. So he'll, yeah. catch, he'll catch up soon with the Falcons. He'll have about seven. <laughs> <laughs> the first half. <laughs> we yeah, gonna be resting Drew, resting Drew after halftime. 
Fine with me. Fuck. Yep, I'll take that. Yeah, man. We 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 really appreciate it coming on, man. Like I said, you don't have you had to do this, but you did, man, and and we, yeah. we really appreciate that, brother. Yeah, no problem at all. No problem at all. Yeah, it was, it was real nice to have you on. You you really you really cut up cut up with us on the timeline, like, oh, yeah. like you were just one of the fellas. <laughs> man, he is one of the fellas. <laughs> no, I know. I'm saying, I'm saying that, but not. I'm saying, but not. Yeah. You know, not knowing him as a stranger. You know. Yeah. A corporate, a corporate black. <laughs> yeah, thanks for finally having me on. Oh come on, man! Don't do that! Don't do that, man! Come on, man! I was, I was a little, I was a little salty. <laughs> we good, we good now, though, right? Yeah, we, we good, good man. I'm still yeah, salty. Yeah, we good. <laughs> we are, we all the way good. Yeah, man, brother, we really appreciate that, man. No problem, man. Get out tweets on ESPN. Shout, shout out, shout out the Bears brothers or something. All right, I'll see you. Please, please and thanks one time. Dude, I have more. I have more like I have more control of uh, for the shows I work on now. So we'll see. I'll see what I can do. I'm gonna see. Look, you, we go, I'm gonna see you. Look, we gonna make sure, shirt or we gonna make yeah, sure yeah. It's, it's a clean one. It's a clean. Oh, yeah. Get get uh, get get to a uh, bitter brother's hat or something. Yeah, I'll send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> good. Give, give Stephen a uh, a bitter brother's uh, fitted cap or something. Yeah. Oh, he'll, he'll definitely wear it. Yeah, man. That's, uh, yeah, he'll man. But we appreciate it, man. We thank you coming on, man. And uh, hopefully we'll like to have you on again, man. No problem at any time, man. Yeah. Right, we got to get you back for the maybe a Saints playoff run episode right. or something. Cool. But if if if, if, uh, if I, uh, well, have me on after we win a Super Bowl. But if our season ends like the bullshit, we, we back up, I don't want to talk. Hey, I, <laughs> I don't want to talk either. So I ain't going to be on either. Right. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, we out. Right, yes, bro. sir. All right.